Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Arrow on Target. This is Arrow on Target, Chris. This is Arrow. <laughs> I almost messed that one up, John. <laughs> no, that right? was the close call. So we're back. <laughs> I we tried are to. Back. I, okay, we're a little late. If if you're if you're noticing. Yeah, if, if you if you're keeping up with this, you you might have missed that we missed a week. Yeah, we um, uh we were absent. I was absent. Were, I was in L.A. And I tried to do my own podcast by myself, and it was terrible. Obviously, that didn't work out nope. well. Like I mean, we said, it exists. Like it's floating out there somewhere, but it's like it didn't get posted. It's you know, it's but, just in the nope, in the universe. Not. I'm gonna burn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it, was, it wasn't uh, on your phone and like you're burning your phone t- tonight. That yeah, sort of exactly. Oh man, <laughs> I kind of need that, but maybe I guess I I have to now. I said I was burning it, so it's going in the fire. So anyway, this episode is called Blind Spot. Blind Spot. And I had a blind comes, spot last week because you, you weren't did. here. You were you in L.A. Did. You bannered me. I curled up in a fetal position and cried. Oh man, through the entire episode. Just, yeah, that just was the episode. <laughs> That will never see the light That's of day. That's the podcast. Is just that was you the crying. podcast. Yes. Blind spot. Um, yeah. So, uh, which was actually a really phenomenal oh episode, my man. Gosh. Okay. So the thing I had, I compared this one to like when it, before we did the the mid season finale with those two episodes with Barry Allen. Yeah. It had the cinematic feel of those two episodes, True. but in a darker way. True. Like with a darker tone for sure. Um, it, it looked great. It felt great. The pacing was really good on this one. I felt like for sure. Yeah. Um, like because there, like the biggest thing for me was there were these really good transitions. Uh, one in particular was like with with Laurel, and then there was Sarah, like uh, on the photo uh, in her apartment, and then right. we basically like dissolved into uh, Sarah on the island. Yeah. It was so ver- it was just really it was very well cool, directed. Cool moments. Directed. Uh, very well done. Like what amazed me about this episode was just how much actually happened. Yeah. They didn't like, waste any so time. So much happened. Like more than's happened probably in the last like few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's jump right into that. Okay. And, and go at it. So okay. like everyone knows that Roy has superpowers. Yeah. It's number one. And everybody knows now. And it's like, and that's, that's like the big moment to me. Like, I feel like that's setting up what will happen, you know, this week. Uh, right. And so it's 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 kind of one of those things that uh, that we knew would happen eventually. I'm glad they didn't waste time with it and right. waste more than a couple of episodes, you know, kind of going, does he have powers? Does he not? What's right. going on with Roy? You know, it's like, I feel like that's the big thing. Like, it, they didn't annoy me at all. Him and Thea a lot of times have, like, their their relationship and their dynamic of, you know, annoying each other or, like, being at, at each other's throats or whatever. That didn't annoy me at all this right. episode. Well, what what I liked about it was that they didn't dwell on it, and um, they didn't they they didn't treat it like something weird. Like it was just kind of like, oh, this is a natural thing that's kind of happening that yeah. they have to deal with. Yeah, and you know, like it I mean, just first, it, it fits in the world. Like it they really they does. they are able to deal with superpowers within this world in a way that other superhero shows have not been able to. That's true. And make them feel completely natural. Like they have this place and they work well here. Yeah. You know, even, even things like Smallville, he was trying to hide his powers all the time. It didn't feel like this was a natural part of this world. Right. It just feels like this is just something that happens. Yeah. And, uh, and it's not out of place. Right. And it's, and I mean, especially with like, you know, that is going to be really important. Keeping that like key thing, like where it's like, Hey, this feels natural. Right. Whenever Barry Allen, 
Allen comes back and he can run super fast. Right. Correct. Um, and so like I feel like because like this whole season and maybe since the last season mm-hmm. they've kind of just been setting up this whole uh, world where it's like hey that's just okay that's normal that that happens or or maybe not normal but it's it happens it's, it just happens you right. know. Uh, but Roy at the first was dealing with stuff on his own but he told Sin and I thought like I was thought for sure this was going to create drama between him and Thea where he's like you know, connecting with, with another girl or whatever. Yeah. I'm still not sure where sin fits in, in the grand scheme of things. Don't really like her character that much. Like, I I don't mind it. Like, I I feel like every time she's been in there, it's like, it's almost like they need a bonus character for some things. And so she just kind of fits into that spot. They needed a character that would, uh, that would take care of, uh, of Sarah whenever she was in town, um, that would go out and get her things, that sort of thing and be the intermediary between them. They needed a way to hunt down that it was Sarah. Right. Um, and, and now it's like, I feel like she's staying around because, uh, Roy connected with her because they're both, you know, from that side of town and all of these things. I understand all that, but as a character, like every other character has a specific role to play in this world. She has no identity other than to be a sidekick kind of character. Okay. Like she does. I mean, even Diggle who is, you know, who uh, is the sidekick. He's the sidekick. He has an identity. He has backstory. Like she has no identity other than to be this per- this this yeah. uh, this person that oh we need somebody to uh, for Roy to spill his guts to, well we can't have it be Thea let's just have it be sin and it's just it's weird like you know and and you know like you said I I expected Thea to like get like weird about that too because she should get weird about it like he's basically you know like confiding in another person whenever he should be confiding in his girlfriend. Like, but when, for and, the right reasons to like, or for the quote unquote right reasons, it's not misguided, really guided. He, yeah, he's still like really misguided and like does not know what he's doing for sure. For sure. I agree with that. But it's like, again, it's like that all played really well for me. This, this episode, like surprisingly, it again. felt good. Yeah. It, it feels good. I'm just saying I don't like her character. <laughs> Right on, right on. Uh, okay, so as far as that goes, like at the end of the episode, like you said, everybody knows. It's it's right. it's out there in the open, um, and I feel like we're going to take care of business next episode. Yeah, you know? like it's, it's going to be interesting to see like how um, Oliver actually trains him. Like is he going to take him? Or deals with it. Is he going to take him to the lair and does he find out that Diggle and uh, – <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah, like, like, that'd be hard to keep that it was – that it's Oliver, you know? Yeah. Well, right. And that's what I'm saying. Does he now find out that it's Oliver right. and all this kind of stuff? And I don't feel like that'll last very long. I feel like he's going to find out that it's Oliver within a couple episodes or so. I mean, I, th- I mean, it's like – because if he doesn't, it's like – I mean, how are you going to go through anything with Roy and have have these whole you know situations where Roy is either helping or doing whatever with the Arrow unless he knows? You know, it's like every other member of the team knows if he's a member of Team Arrow, you know, which he has not been a legitimate member of before right. now. How is he not going to know? And this is kind of something that he's always wanted is to be part of Team Arrow. Like right. he just wants to be that guy. Right. And uh, and so it'll be interesting to see. Like, okay, does he? You know, does he take care? Does he become more of a sidekick than Diggle? Right. Where does Diggle fit into this? You know, how do we? Where do we go moving forward? Um, and does, also, does and also the Thea find out? Yeah, that's well? what I was about to say. And and you've been kind of rooting for her finding out and that yeah. whole thing since like season one. Right. So for sure, and I, like she's just kind of like yeah, she's running the bar, but you know, like you know, <laughs> Oliver doesn't confide in her. Roy doesn't confide in her. Yeah, it's, it's just kind of like you know we're just keeping her in the dark, and I'm not really sure why. I do like the fact that. Um, uh, we resolved a lot of other things with 
other characters this, this week. Yeah. And speaking of like Laurel, uh, yep. for, and maybe we didn't resolve things, but at least we made traction on things. Yeah. So like she's um, been, you know, we've, she's been drugging up, popping like, some pills. Yeah. Popping some pills. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, this is the second episode that I feel like that she was not annoying. So maybe like druggy Laurel is actually like, I like it. You know, it's well, like to a certain extent, it's like, she's this no longer is, druggy with Laurel anymore though. Right. Like, and, and honestly, like she was, you know, like she got caught, like and and oh, for sure. and it was definitely like it's her fault because she was doing drugs and like she was this being this person. But Blood was the one who pointed it out, of course, which I thought was an a genius double cross. Oh, it was totally great. Like, and the thing is, like she was she was right on. She's dead on. Um, and I honestly thought that Blood was going to get caught. Like, hey, we're going to find out. We're going to deal with this like, right now. We're going to deal with this this episode. Yeah, but. uh no, we're pushing no. that off. No, no, and, and it made perfect sense though, because they've been setting up from the beginning with blood. They've been setting up the, the fact that he is this this go to guy in the police force, right? Um, that he can go to to clean things up and to do you know to do whatever, right? Um, and so basically, you know, he was the fall guy, which which right. blew my mind whenever they pulled the mask off and and it was it was him. It was like right before it happened, I was kind of like, oh, I bet you it's not him at all. And then it didn't end up being him, and it was the it was the police, which is guy, wild so. on a couple of levels. You know, first, you know, like he. Uh, can't really be blood anymore. He can't be brother blood anymore because if brother blood blood pops back up, then you mean the skull mask guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's what they were calling him. Was that's brother what, it is blood. what they were calling him. Yeah. And, and so like he can't pop back up again and start operating without them knowing, Hey, the guy we have in custody is not the real one. Yeah. Or there's another one, you know, like that, yeah. that kind of thing. So he can't, he can't really do that again. Yeah. Which um, is interesting because Slade kind of set that all in motion to where he said, you know, Hey, this is your screw up. You're going to have to sacrifice something. And so essentially, uh, blood sacrificed his, uh, alternate, you know, identity. Yeah. He, he sacrificed his right hand man and his alternate identity. He yeah. now has to be Sebastian blood full time. Yeah. He has to be politician and be manipulative. The other, and all the that other sort interesting thing. thing that this did was solidify in Oliver's mind the legitimacy of Sebastian and yeah. that he's actually a good guy and that he can trust him. Yeah. Um, and so we'll see how that how that plays going forward as well. I mean, it's it's really interesting. You know, like he's in bed with this terrible person. Oh yeah, dude. Um, someone who is the uh, very you know opposite, complete opposite of him has completely opposite motives, and uh, you know we'll see where it leads. I mean, it's it's not going to lead anywhere good, though. No, but we'll see if, like, you know, will he be able to? Will Sebastian be able to manipulate Oliver into doing um, bad things for him, or will Oliver, you know, pretty much just like figure it out without having put himself in a weird position? Yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting play for sure. Um, on the island this week, we made some traction, a yep. little bit of, I mean, it was some emotional traction at the very least, if not like, I mean, if we didn't travel very far, uh, we traveled a long way with like the interplay between Sarah and like, what were her allegiances? We dealt with that yeah. whole issue. Uh, cause we've, we've questioned that on the podcast here before where it's like, well, it's like, well, she came from the ship. How, you know, she was on there for like how long a year. Right. And it's like, you can't tell me she didn't have some residual stuff from that. And it's like, it was obvious, you know, that, uh, that she did. So, I mean, it was. It was this big thing, and it played really well with the rest of the episode. It didn't really intertwine at all. Like it didn't. Right. There were no parallels between that and the uh, the the real. Which world, at which, this point, I don't think there needs to be. Exactly. Um, but it was. It, and again, I mentioned the transitions. That was was what made like that made it work. Was the transition between? Oh man, that makes you know. It's it's we're thinking about. Sarah now and now we're on we're her at the island that sort of thing so right. it's like those transitions become super important on a on a directorial thing just because it allows you to make the connection story wise yeah. so as far as like the entire episode 
the action in this episode was amazing. Oh yeah. Like and tight I, cameras up on people. Specifically just felt it. the action in the uh whenever Oliver and Laura were escaping the um police department. Yeah. Um and the music during that sequence fit the scene very 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 For well. For sure. For sure. And then, like that was the that was one of my favorite sequences too. Um just just with because it was her and it was the arrow and it's like it, it, that seems solidified to me that hey, Laurel's not being annoying right now. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I like her character. Well, so she's and I contributing to the character. plot in a in a positive way. That's true. That's true. The uh, like it was very Batman esque. Was that that entire escape was it's even even the way they you know like came down into the alley, yep. you know, flying off of his grappling yep. hook. You know that that, sure. that was amazing for sure. And uh, I will I will go ahead and give give everyone props as far as like they like you said they didn't waste time this episode. And so like whenever they could like turn a scene or like turn the action uh, at the end of a scene or that sort of thing at the end of any scene they did like on that that one she literally opens the file empty and right. so it's like they didn't waste another scene where it goes you know she's opening the file or they're talking about how it right. was empty or whatever it just did it right then uh, there was a lot of times whenever that happened this this uh, time it was whenever they pull off the mask at the end of the thing it's right. just things happened uh, really concise really yeah. like they didn't they cut any scenes that didn't fit and they put that information into scenes that did. Right. So that that was what I loved about the uh, loved about this episode in particular was yeah. the very cinematic pacing. Overall, this is one of my, like since the break. This is my favorite episode since the break. And granted, we've only had a couple, but right. like this is this is honestly like one of the best episodes that we've had this season. Oh yeah. Um, not as strong as the 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 uh, Flash episodes. Right. But up there. I oh mean, yeah. For I, I like sure. the fact. I, I like it when we resolve a lot of these things, and it seems like we're resolving things more quickly than we normally do. Right. Which is nice, which is great. It's, it's kind of ramping up the pace to me, uh, from where we were the first, uh, first of this season. It's like, whenever I think back, that was so long ago oh, in, yeah, in sure. the storyline. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, I loved the down ending, just, just a little final thoughts. I, I loved like the down ending kind of thing where it was like, even though they had this supposed victory, mm-hmm. uh, Oliver still took it as, you know, as a defeat almost. Right. Uh, and he had that, has that way of just turning something around and, and turn it back on himself and saying, Hey, I'm not as smart as I need to be. Well, And that was, you know, kind of like, I mean, we as an audience, it needed to end there because we as an audience know that it wasn't really a victory because right. they didn't catch Sebastian. Right. Um, the characters don't know that, but we know that. Right. And, and he took it as not a victory because he didn't trust, uh, Sebastian. Right. So it's like, it's this, it's this big, like, you know, parallel with what we know and what we think is a down ending and what he thinks is a down, you know, kind of, right. kind of ending to that day. So, right. uh, that was a great, great vibe. The only other thing that I wanted to mention was they were plotting their nightly like arrow stuff while in queen consolidated <laughs> in the middle of work hours. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Loved that vibe. I love yeah. that aspect of it. Like, I want more of this. Well, yeah, because I mean, a lot of times in the show, it just feels like, do they really do anything? Like, right. do, does Oliver have a real like? Does he? <laughs> what does he do? You he know, goes like, into his office and sleeps. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's got to be what it is. I mean, seriously, I mean, he's up twenty four seven. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I like seeing like the interaction. The one thing I did miss, I missed more of. Um, what's her uh, face? Rochev? Character. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, the character's uh, Rochev, but it's yeah for sure. I, I do too, and it's like I don't even know why we introduced that character if we're not going to use her this season. Uh, maybe they have plans for her later on down the road. 
I don't know. I just I, I just miss the fact that like she's not in this um, just because she's such a great actress. And uh, and that character, again, is very intriguing to me. The uh, Isabel Rochev is really intriguing to me. Um, so I don't know. It's it, it, I don't know if we're going to see her at all this. I season. mean, she's been in four episodes so far. Yeah. Summer Glau. We like we've got Summer Glau. Great actress. Yeah. And she's been in four episodes and they even left her on like the last episode she's been in was a really great episode where yeah. she connected emotionally with Oliver and uh, you really could see her as love interest. And we've kind of left that hanging. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I'm disappointed about that. I All right. To, to close out, I got some quotes. There was uh there was the one at the beginning where arrow is standing on top of the building, very Batman esque. Mm. And he says, he's out there somewhere. You know, talking about the the skull mm-hmm. mask dude. So, I mean, he's not out there anymore, but then again, I guess he is out there still. Um, there was the moment where uh, Oliver said, I know you, this isn't you, whenever talking to Laurel uh, in the police station there and uh, that sort of thing. And again, it's kind of one of the things where I was like, but I wish it's, I wish it was her. You know, I wish wish she would st- stick around and be, be part of the plot, that sort of yeah. thing. Um, then we've got the one where Arrow and uh, Laurel break into the police station and, and uh and he's she says this could take a while and he says you've got 6 minutes or whatever it was so yeah uh and then uh, as far as at the end it was Roy's not the kind of guy who's comfortable discussing his feelings and then uh and, and then Diggle turns around and says not like you and me so <laughs> that was that was probably my favorite uh favorite one the only other other one that uh that was worth worth mentioning to me was Sarah says not everybody's what they seem. Uh, and then, you know, basically she turns around and starts negotiating with Dr. Ivo behind his back. So it's, it was very, uh, very great placed element of foreshadowing there. Uh, so anyway, that's that's pretty much everything for this episode. We'll see how next episode shapes up. We are super pumped about where this is going. Hopefully we don't, uh, you know, lower the pace, lower the action, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, but I do foresee some sort of a, a, a lull and then we build back up to the end. So, for sure, for sure. Um, I, I kind of see that kind of going forward here. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. Uh, we have our regular podcast, Stay on Target. Uh, we uh, we were talking about uh, IMAX last um, episode. It's and one of my favorite episodes. We're, yeah, we're we're talking about uh, reviewing Tomb Raider this uh, this this episode for sure. Um, and uh, you can find us both on Twitter at John Wright seven 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 and Chris Wright two five zero. Boom. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Target.